0: Across the blue skies. Straight in a straight line, you can't get here fast enough. Find a truck and fire it up. Lean on the gas and off the clutch. Leave Dallas in the dust. I
1: need
0: you in a rug. Kick off hour number three. So baby, run. Um now Cress, I know we have played Alabama. And Texas. Mm-hmm. And I guess the next best team would be uh, Auburn. In our last 10 games. Mm-hmm. But we won those games.
2: Yes. Yeah, we did. So we we
0: played better in those. We also got to play. And you,
2: you, you handled Texas. We
0: also got to play LSU and Georgia mm-hmm. and yep. Vanderbilt, even though you lost that one. Yeah. And Missouri had a better offensive game.
2: Mm-hmm. But when you look at he had a the, he had a good second half
0: when you look at the numbers of how the team's done on the season and you compare that which includes those numbers and you compare that with the last ten games, I mean the team is just mm-hmm. they're just not playing the the team has regressed this season, and I don't feel like Rick Barnes teams have always done that here they they haven't no they haven't regressed in season. Might have a maddening, you know, early March exit or even SEC tournament exit, but not, not like a whole stretch of games. I mean, the last ten games. So for the season, Tennessee's adjusted offensive efficiency one ten point nine. That's good for sixty fifth in the country. The adjusted efficiency in the last ten games is one hundred eight point eight. That's a hundred and tenth in the country. The effective field goal percentage. The season is 49.2. I mean, that's, this is, that's how well you shoot the basketball. Tennessee for the year now is 241st in the country. The last 10 games, Tennessee ranks 329th in college basketball at putting the ball in the basket.
2: It's kind of an important part of the, the game.
0: And it, and it, it translates even to the free throw line on Saturday. Uh, the defense. This has
2: not been a good free throw shooting team mostly all year.
0: The defense has gotten worse in the last 10 games as well. You were, you know, first in every category. Now Mm -hmm. you're third in total. You're 21st in – you went from first to 21st in effective field goal percentage. So as you've been shooting it worse, teams have been shooting it better against Mm -hmm. you. Um, Your turnovers have gotten better in the last 10. But get this. Your three-point percentage for the season, 32.2. That's 264th in the country. Not good. No. no. Last 10 games, you're shooting 30.1% from three. That's three hundred fifteenth
2: Out of what, 364 or something Something like like that? that, Yeah, yeah. Your two-point
0: percentage on the season, 49.8. That's 199th in the country. Your last 10 games, 47.1. That's 296. It's like the twos you're taking lately, you are missing at a much higher rate Mm -hmm. than you were. Um, In the free throw line, you've gone from 71.5 on the season to 69.2 in your last 10. And you've gone from 166 in free throw rate to 260. And how many of these teams – I mean, Kentucky is the only one that was – well, no, I take that back. That's not right. Vanderbilt and Kentucky, that was the second time you've played those teams, right? Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of times Rick Barnes seems to have a good uh, track record second time around. Yeah, that's not,
2: with, that's not necessarily been the case.
0: With this team, it seems to be struggling. I asked you the question during the break. Hey, who's different on this team this year than last year, except for Kennedy Chandler? Because last year's team, if you remember, was kind of the opposite. They lost three of five from December 29th to January 15th. They lost to Alabama, they lost to LSU, and they lost to Kentucky. And all those teams were top 30, and they were all road games. Um, But, I mean, last year's team only lost one game in their last ten down the stretch and then obviously won the Southeastern Conference Tournament. I mean, last year's team was very different in terms of when they peaked and when they when they didn't.
2: Chandler, Huntley Hatfield, Fulkerson, who was not really outside of the Arizona game last year, was not quite the same player mm-hmm. that he had been. Um, I mean, Justin Powell, but no. he didn't.
0: Victor Bailey. They're buried on this, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it – you know, that that stretch at the end where he won all those games, like, they're not playing much. Right. I mean, I guess the big hole is Kenny Chandler, right? You need somebody that can score.
2: Well, doesn't that make the second half with Vescovy so weird?
0: Yeah, you give him more space out, and he goes off for 17.
2: Well, uh, uh, we said this earlier, right? Rick Barnes, he's gonna, you're going to get great effort. You're going to be good young men off the court. Is this team, I think we've brought this up several times before. Is this team too unselfish? Like, does do we need a player? And, like, I'm not saying it has to be Santee, but it, it kind of feels like maybe it should be. Do we need a guy that, I don't to say forces shots, but, like, has to take his shots? That Like, someone has to lead this team offensively. We, we don't have an offensive leader. We just don't. We have a guy who brings the ball at the court, but we don't have a – I mean, we've said that all season. We don't have a guy, but do we not have a guy because we just don't have a player with that capability, or is it because we don't allow one – you go into the second half, you're down 20. It's like, oh, well, what do you do? And Santi says, look, I'm just going to take over. I'm going to get shots. I'm going to you know, take them. Do we need more of that from somebody? Do we need him to be a little more selfish trying to score the basketball? I guess
3: so. I, I like – Mayshack on Saturday a lot for whatever reason. I mean, like it, it
0: could
2: be him. I just he didn't I, we, we he haven't seen enough of no, to say win. he's going to be the three point guy or the go get a, a bucket he was guy. The
3: best guy on the other yeah. end. He was attacking that guy on his end. Whoever it was,
0: it was definitely a refreshing mindset to attack the basket because he does have quickness that Vescovy doesn't, and he's er, and
3: he's strong. He's he's not a strong guy. It's
0: not necessarily that he's that much quicker than Vescovy. He's so much more powerful. Like when he gets yeah. one step from layup distance, he's he can. Power he, and he doesn't
3: settle, he doesn't stop. He continues all the way through the basket. You know, he only took three threes, and one of them he looked good. He drained it. I he shot with confidence.
0: If 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 he could have that mindset, Vescovy could have that mindset, and Phillips could come back with that mindset, then yeah, I mean, that that's what this team needs. The post guys are not going to get it done. The post mm-hmm. guys can be when that when we played Alabama and everything just fell into place. I came in and said, that when this team wins, I feel like they're like the Bill Belichick, old-school New England Patriots, even even pre-Tom Brady being great. I mean, they just all do their job, mm-hmm. and it works. But when they, when the big's try to do too much, it doesn't work. But I do think the guards have to do a little more, like what you're saying.
2: No, I agree. I think our posts play better when the game kind of comes to them exactly. instead of us forcing – like and we've seen it in certain games where it's all right and so it has worked occasionally like don't hear me say that no we we never need to feature the post i mean olivia comeau against texas was sensational but i think we have to run this offense the remainder of the way it has to run through the guards yeah and let let our bigs be what they are which is not overly skilled but they are big they will work they will box out they will get putbacks mm-hmm. i mean they screen you know that i know jonas had a double double but a lot of those were rebounds, tip-ins, putbacks. He did mm-hmm. hit that, you know, the jumper from a little bit beyond the free throw line, I think. But like, it just it needs to come the naturally. Big, the, yeah, the
0: bigs need to be make you pay, guys. Yes. When yes. you overcommit, yes. to Stopping Zakai, Santee, If it's Meshack attacking or Phillips, when they overcommit, then the bigs make you pay.
2: Yeah, it doesn't need to be come on the block with Sheeble on around, his
0: back watching and play.
2: Yeah.
3: I was surprised how easily Vescovy was able to get the lane with two bigs on the floor typically mm-hmm. that The lane's more packed, but mm-hmm. he was getting the rim as easy as he has all season, second half.
0: I would like for us to I, see us play only one of those bigs. Like, I would have liked to have seen, and, and maybe you can't do it against Kentucky, but you, you, I guarantee you can't against other teams that aren't as athletic. You could play Kamwa with Key, Vescovy, Mayshack, and Ziegler. Or swap Phillips out for one of those they four guys. They weren't throwing the
3: I mean, I don't know if because who we have
0: on the floor, but they weren't throwing the ball inside. They were just driving. Most of those – wasn't doing
3: anything. Yeah, so. no.
0: most of those – most dribble-drive offenses aren't three-round two. Most of them are four-round one. Mm-hmm. The famous one is by this uh, – God, what's his name? Um, Vance Wahlberg. He kind of invented it. Um, he was at – I want to say it was like Pepperdine or something. And he would go four round one. The bit the 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 most kind of um I guess creative part of it is that the big would go hang out on the backside. So wherever the ball went, the big would fade away from it and mm. just stay on the backside. That way anytime you drove to the open block for the layup, if the big came over, bounce pass, dunk, right? Yep. And that he even he even let his guards throw the ball up off the glass. To a big, mm-hmm. not 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 even not an alley oop, even just throw it off the glass and have the big just the big would basically seal his guy up the court as he went to help, yep, and then he just catch it off the glass and dunk it, um, and that's what Kentucky used to you know ran last year. You could get you can create more space if you go four round one, but Tennessee because they had two bigs on the floor just put them down the short corners and it it actually worked great. But I mean we talked about this during the break. You can't run an offense that simple just. Every trip down the time, mm-hmm. uh, every trip down the court for like a whole season, because it, like teams get used to. it. You have to throw in some wrinkles and some quick hitters and some some what we call false motion. Um, so y- y- you can't just kind of run multiple, Counters. yeah, multiple simple stuff and, and hope that it'll just keep working. But it definitely ga- it it created it room was a spark. for guys to yeah, attack. It was a spark, even against Kentucky, which is probably one of the most athletic teams we see. Vescovy goes all the way to the rim and is scoring layups. It's amazing. So like what you know, what are the guys what are they gonna do now? Like that's I was looking at some numbers. All right, so Ziegler last year from three was thirty-five percent on 125 attempts. I know he's attempted more this year, he's played more minutes, all that stuff. But he was he was thirty-five percent last year from three. This year he's thirty point one percent. Sorry, he's thirty one percent, thirty point nine. So he's he's dropped four percentage points shooting the three. Vescovy this year is rounded up to thirty-six percent. Whereas last year, he was at 40%. So, I mean, our guys are shooting 4 or 5% worse this year uh, than last year. Um, Josiah Jordan-James was 32.4% last year. He's 30% this year. So, even he's worse from three. And Key is 34.5% this year. I mean... And he in these games he's kind of fading away to be like Powell mm-hmm. and Bailey. I mean he's just a non-factor. Well, and when he takes shots, it's it's even worse. Last year Josiah Jordan James was forty-eight percent from two, and this year he is forty-seven point five percent. It's like we're just we're shooting we're shooting worse. Same guy, same player. So I don't I just I don't know what you do with that. I don't know if your guys aren't improving each year. Mm. kind of makes it tough and obviously you lost well, it's, Kennedy, it's one Chandler. thing if you have
2: like a, a year where a guy shoots 43% from three and yeah. then drops to 38 Forty- eight. right it's like okay you're still shooting 38% but
0: as a team right now we're shooting 30% from three we're one of the worst shooting three point teams in the country mm-hmm. and you know we came into the season Rick Barnes said it we watched it hey we gotta make a bunch of threes to be really good this year it just it's it, it's not working on offense we'll come back with more hour three next <laughs> You're listening
1: to 3 and Out.
3: on
0: home because he didn't live far, see, and he didn't have Hour three dreams. continues. I guess we'll get into the uh, baseball stuff at this point. I, I mean, where do you – let's just wrap up basketball. Though. Where do you go from here? Like, do you just take the Lars approach? Like, yep, this is just who we are with Rick Barnes just deal with it. Like, just show up I, every I game. I think so, man. Just not knowing what's going to happen. And I mean, I was so pleasantly surprised. We talk about coaching – I mean, they coached the, – the whole staff gets a complete A-plus against Alabama. We mm-hmm. talked about the defensive scout of so good pre-switching guys on inbounds um, plays. Like, uh, I mean, the defense was so good that you didn't have to be great on offense and you were definitely – you were obviously competent. Mm-hmm. Against Kentucky, you were incompetent on offense, um, which is super frustrating. Like, I just – I don't need them to be great on offense, but we can't be scoring two points over eight minutes. Yeah. Eight minutes of a basketball game, you score two points. And it's – I tweeted at somebody this over the weekend. I said, if this was like number 1 Kentucky, I might could wrap my head around it. But two points in eight minutes against an average Kentucky team? Mm. A team – I watched Arkansas just bludgeon them. To, you know what Arkansas did to beat them? Attack the basket. The same stuff we did in the second half. Did we not watch their – their tape and say hey guys to beat kentucky you gotta attack the basket they're soft they look like a million bucks they look great when they get off the bus but they'll they'll Olay your defense right to the rim we pr- we showed it in the second half why don't we do that to start the game why wasn't that the game plan on offense attack the basket spread them out attack the basket you spread them out you get shibway in spots where he's not comfortable he loves he wants playing a phone booth mm-hmm. so put shibway on skates get him out of there and attack the basket. Do what Arkansas do. Do do what everybody's done to Kentucky this year. Hell, South Carolina beat them. I mean, come on. Georgia beat Kentucky. Hung 75 to do it, too. Do whatever those teams are doing. And I wonder if there's an assistant coach over there that told Rick Barnes that. That's why they were ready to go to the dribble drive, and then we still came out in our same old, same old, and it – took us a whole half to adjust maybe maybe call a timeout when you've only scored two points after three minutes and yeah, he did make an adjustment
2: four seconds to go
0: like I don't know like I just Lawrence is right this is it this is what you're gonna get and we saw it last year I mean the Tennessee team last season played very very well down the stretch if the Michigan game, if Michigan's not your opponent, or if you know whatever, if the games you played in the NCAA or in this SEC tournament, have been the NCAA tournament, I th- I think last year's team, even this year's team, with if they were able to play better, get I mean, I also wonder, you know how that first time you're missing something, you can almost play a lot better. Just mm-hmm. or yes, you ever go play golf and you haven't played in six months and there's like no pressure and you just start st- just striping balls right down mm-hmm. the middle for a while, but eventually. He catches up with you, right? Eventually, I, and it's like that sometimes when people are out on a basketball team. Josiah and Julian Phillips are out, and for one game, we just held it together and played really clean basketball and won. But now it's like, eh, you know, we kind of need some other guys here yep. to, to hold up this this level of play. So, I, I mean, yeah, I think that's just what you're going to get, but... But, I mean, even this is different than last year's team, which is different than the team before. This this feels more like the team from 21 to me. That down the yeah, stretch, yeah. Uh, once you got to February, lost to LSU, then beat a bad South Carolina team, then lost to Kentucky, then beat a bad Vanderbilt team, then lost to Auburn, and then beat Florida, and then beat Florida again, and then lost to Alabama, and then fell flat on their face, played like crap, and lost to Oregon State in the first round. I mean, that team started 10-1. So I don't know. I, I don't know what you're... Gonna I, do. I don't
2: either, man. Like, kind of like what Lars said. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it when it's good. Understand it when it's... Well, I say understand it. Accept it when it's not. Because I don't... I, I mean, I think we have discussed what we would change, but I just don't know that that's going to happen. I don't foresee that. Maybe, I'd love to be wrong, you know, if... Maybe we go more dribble drive. Maybe we call some some sets, some hitters, some counters, but I don't know. I, I also – I'm going to say the word stubborn. I don't mean it in like the most negative way, but I I think this is a stubborn head coach. Sometimes that's really good. I just don't know that right now is a good time to be stubborn with this team. With what you have and what you're trying to do, it feels square peg round hole at times. Yeah. And we have to, we have to be – love the adjustment to the dribble drive. We have to do that quicker. We can't, we can't go eight minutes without a basket and say, oh, well, maybe at halftime we'll, we'll run something a little different. No, no, because you do that in the NCAA tournament, you're going home. Your season's over mm-hmm. because you had a bad eight-minute stretch in the first half.
0: Yeah, against Michigan we got off to – a uh, we got off to two to eight start. We were down six and we lost the game by like seven points. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like that, like that, the, the margin for error is so small in those situations. All right. Uh, back to the Big Orange Philly Fallen. has got Birdo up next. What's up, Birdo? You're on three and out. Is it weird that I'm not even mad about Saturday? Yes. <laughs> Okay, I, I, that's mean, fair. I mean, I mean, I'm apathetic. Yeah. If we'd have lost by six and had been fairly close throughout the game, I don't think I would have been necessarily that mad about it. I'm just so mad by how, how anemic they were in the first half.
1: Are you mad that they were anemic or are you mad that they didn't do anything about it?
0: Um. Yeah, this, the latter probably more.
1: Yeah, that's, if there's one thing to be mad about, it's that they didn't adjust until the second half. I'm not really mad. I mean, dude, this team is going to be prone to having horrible offensive stretches. I mean, yeah. we've seen it Rick Barnes' entire tenure here, but specifically Saturday. I mean, they just don't they don't deal well with teams with length. Period. The thing that that stood out to me was how much better Vascovi looked in the second half when they changed the offensive scheme, and how much better Jemai Mayshak looked during that game when he just finally said, I'm going to drive the ball. I cannot believe Jemai Mayshak looked as good as he did offensively.
0: Yeah, he was He was. I can't really free
1: good. throws. I mean, I mean <laughs> here's the deal. You lost that game because you didn't make free throws, period. That's, In my opinion, that's the reason they lost the
0: game. Well, imag- imagine if we had uh, just gone to a different offense and scored, you know, six more points over mm-hmm. that 8 minute stretch and had 8 points instead of 2 and made free throws. I mean it's a, it's it's a nail biter at that yeah. point. Well,
1: I was talking to one of my one of my closest friends. Uh we were watching the game together and 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 I, basically I think it was like it was like 12 or 13 point lead for Kentucky with like 2 minutes to go before halftime. And we were discussing and he said, "Yeah, if we can cut this to single digits, it's going to be great." And I said, "Yeah, um, we know how this is going to go, it'll be 20. And it was exactly 20 at half. If we just had that at single digits as badly as we played in the first half, we win that game. And yep. I believe we actually win it going away. Uh, I just think, I think Rick Barnes kind of screwed the pooch there. I don't know how to say it other than that. I, I just – man – Guys, did we perform better offensively in the second half? I'm i how do I say this without being accusational? Did the players finally say screw it, we're not going to listen to coach Barnes and we're going to play offense?
0: No, he gave him a different he, actually oh, calling he gave, those plays. Yeah, no, he gave him a different set. They ran the same play every trip down the entire second half. It's the same set, and it's it's not a there's it's not really a play. It's just a system. It's a system to play in, okay. and he, he changed his system right in the second half. And and the, and the system is super simple, so the guys don't even have to think about running plays. Mm-hmm. They just attack the basket, and when they get cut off, they just kick it, or they or they pitch it back on the coming downhill, and everything's downhill, and everything's to the basket. I mean, it, it just, it, it it's just you don't so have to think. You don't have to think to play in the, in the dribble drive. You just play.
1: I feel like we have guys that are fairly athletic, um, for the most part. I don't think we have a lot of guys that are limited. Uh, obviously, Euros on front court is pretty limited athletically, but our guards are pretty athletic for the most part. Even Vescovie, he was cut, he was cutting a young man in Ginobili the other night. That's what was happening was awesome to watch. Hitting everything, dribble drive, dribble drive, kick, dribble drive, take the defense off, lay it up, you know, left-handed on a right-handed shot and all these other things. He looked great. Um, and knowing that we have that in us, Rick Barnes is just going to have to do if, if you're saying he changed his system completely, we need to go to that for the rest of the season. And we stepped and We made it. It was still what Rick Barnes wants to do. We made all those points early on on turnovers, I mean, they, they, Kentucky turned the ball over four straight possessions to start the second half. four. Yep. straight possessions. The, one second into the second half, they had turned the ball over. Uh, and that's Rick Barnes defense. And that's great as long as we can run whatever offense that was Mate, you know way more than I ever will. I'm not as upset with that as I am. The fact that Tennessee has no no bats right now. And then we can't get Maui Ahuda eligible. <laughs> it is the, it, it pisses, that pisses me off to know it. Whoever is in compliance at the University of Tennessee for those purposes needs to have their ass fired because this is the sixth major transfer Tennessee's had in the last five years that hasn't been able to play. And it pisses me off to know it. See you guys.
0: Thanks for the call, Roberto. Yeah, we'll get into the baseball here in just a second. Um, I mean, just the system on, on offense, just let guys play, just let them go to the basket. They didn't have to think. Just just go. Now, I did show Crest a situation where Plovsic missed the second free throw, and we got, what, three shots at the rim with a walk-up mm-hmm. and Plovsic. Yep, yeah. uh, Two of which were point blank, and they could, just couldn't put the ball in the basket. Uh, that hurt as well. So, you know, better offense. You're more aggressive on offense, which made us, I think, more aggressive on defense, not mm. to mention, I'm sure Rick Barnes peeled the paint at halftime about being uh, – I mean, because we did I, re-watching some of the first half. It was a lot of just standing around. And that translates to your defense and makes you kind of less less active there. So, um, I don't know. Uh, Tennessee is back in action tomorrow on the road to Texas a and a team that's been playing their best basketball of the year and definitely needs the wins to uh, make sure they stay on the right side of the bubble. They've won their last five. Um, they've, they are actually uh, – jeez, this is – Uh, 10 11 12 13 14 15 they are 16 and 2 in their last 18 games are the aggies so uh buzz big big test coming tomorrow we'll break it all down for you then of course we're gonna hit a quick break come back and talk baseball where tennessee also back on
2: the uh diamond tomorrow
0: yeah a guy suspended which we knew about a guy who's ineligible we didn't know about and they lost their first two games to start the season we'll hit that next Three continues. Got to talk some baseball. You guys were all trying to get me all fired up by the opening day.
2: And that happened. Yeah, that's what it's our fault for being excited that the season was starting. Yeah, we that, even Tony uh, V
0: says we're overrated.
2: I did have a really bad feel. I mean, I know Hickman mentioned it, but I, I it's like a bad omen when your skip is over there with a <laughs> Black- dotted <laughs> eye right before the opening game. Felt unlucky. And then we get the news that Maui Wowie suspended. Or not suspended, you know, I guess just ineligible.
3: Out of nowhere.
2: It's yeah. like, oh, okay, well, it's good. It's not like we've been talking about this guy since he transferred here in June. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the old <laughs> – that was the old Butch Jones like, right before the game. Here's your lineup. Oh, by the oh, way. Oh, by the way, yeah. Sorry, uh, one of your best players is... Uh, we, we have no idea. I did not see Maui Ahuna over the weekend. Uh, apparently, we flew him from Kansas to Knoxville illegally and self-reported.
0: Oh, oh okay. That's, so he,
2: he transfers, he commits, and we go pick him up. And now he can't play. <laughs> just, just stupid. And it's really frustrating because, you know, if he had made a double play... We get two free hot or uh, a hot dog for Yeah, we were buy one on get our one
3: trips to <laughs> I
2: know. Instead, Tennessee goes one and two in their three games. Had the lead in every game. But uh what Is are you Griffin
0: do? Merritt, the guy that couldn't play in the first two games? Yes, Griffin Merritt. So he DH'd yesterday. hmm He took one off the didn't he take one off the nose
3: or something? Griffin Merritt? said he went down. Somebody said it was scary looking, but he stayed in the game.
2: Yeah, they were.
3: I mean, you couldn't they, tell on that terrible screen. You, you could <laughs> right. tell that they were touching his
2: face <laughs> and trying to uh, stop the bleeding. Yeah.
3: <laughs> hmm. Yeah, the first game got off to a good start. We mm-hmm. batted first. Yeah. First four guys we score a run.
2: Had a productive was, out, which is not something this team was, no, it was very bad. good at last year. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yeah, uh, scored more on a Zane Denton pop fly. And then, uh, let's see, did we have another? We didn't no. have a hit uh,
0: for a while.
2: <laughs> six hits against Arizona.
0: Yeah, TJ Nichols shut us down after that.
2: Did have nine hits against Grand Canyon.
0: He went six innings.
3: I think Olander gave up a bomb. I think it was one-to-one. I think he some guy he took him yard. Our pitchers kind of got off to a slow start, but then they really worked into the game and – Shut them down after
2: that. Now, pitching was good. I mean, three runs to Arizona. I, I think I said we'd win the first game 10-2. Yeah. Maybe I said 12-2. <laughs> We've given up three runs. Like We're all just going to have to remember that last year's team, especially offensively, may have been the best college baseball team to that. do it. And the good news, the good news. It's nice to run these best
0: of all time teams, just back to back to back. Yeah.
2: The good news is this team does not have to match that offensive output to be very, 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 very good. This team, that's that is a pitching lineup that this may be the best pitching lineup, the best weekend rotation. Mm -hmm. um, Especially your starting, yeah, exactly. Um, But we've got to find some bats. Getting a
0: defense. Yeah, we we
3: yeah the second game
0: three, three errors defense, that's yeah. not good yeah we threw yeah Charlie Taylor good, threw bad. one away I think yes. and then uh, the shortstop threw one away or bounced one into Burr. he couldn't pick it a lot of people were saying oh we're missing uh, Lipscomb over there or I mean Lipsius over there picking the balls like yeah but he can't bounce balls in and mm-hmm. expect the first baseman to always come up with them
2: it well not bad, on that dude. throw yeah it was yeah. bad. I'm not um, I'm not panicking.
0: No. No. Andrew Lindsay got the loss in game two. He pitched three innings, gave up three hits, two runs.
3: Halverson, did he pitch the neither, first
0: game? Neither earned, though. So, when we gave up two earned runs in game two, when we gave up four because two were unearned. Halverson did pitch in the first game.
2: Mm-hmm. Four innings. Oh, he did. Well. No, I'm sorry. Three innings, but he gave up four hits, mm-hmm. one run.
3: But I feel like- were a lot of those those ones I was talking about the ones that kept dropping in between like our, our Dicky and
0: yeah I don't I mean were we playing know. too
3: deep was that the problem
0: I don't know could have been we were definitely worried playing about it. super deep on that one ball I couldn't tell if the field was just huge or what but I don't think it looked pr- pretty average to me the first night that was the the spring training field that the Rockies and Not yesterday right, was the
2: yesterday was the uh, Cubs field right
0: uh, I didn't
2: watch yesterday
0: the the Grand Canyon one was their home field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Arizona it was the Arizona night where they kept dropping in. Um and I mean, that's just a pretty average size park, I think. It's just I mean, it's baseball. It's a very long season and uh like you said, I mean, we, I my wife was like, "So who are we missing?" I was like, "Did did 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 like the whole lineup, you know."
2: Pretty much. I was like, yeah, we, I was your like, we have.
0: Your kitchen. I think I decided we might we might have one and a half starters off of last year, if Dickie isn't hurt last year. Like he might be a starter. I don't know, we have like a are. half starter, like uh, Scott and and uh, Moore, like together make up like a half starter. Okay, of last year is what I was because they would Both rotate made in a couple of appearances. I yeah, mean, but not much.
2: Yeah, a lot of those guys played Bert, in the midweek well, a lot. Well,
0: yeah. Burt DH, so I was counting. I was counting yeah, like out, yeah. of, out of 10 guys, you know. We have like one and a half guys back out of our like top 10 players.
2: And then our best transfer and the guy who's a real oh, difference yeah. maker and for this team is, just, is, you know, And ineligible. it doesn't sound
3: like there's an end in sight really, right? It's just going to carry on? We're just take it day by day? with the- yeah, yeah,
2: I guess. I don't know. That's.
3: Yeah, like, uh, well, did somebody say his parents like flew from Hawaii over to Arizona to watch him play, and he didn't even play? Like they didn't even know somebody. I didn't
2: know that. That's bad. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Terrible. That we... Uh, so apparently, we self-reported the violation like just a couple weeks ago, so as not to get caught without admitting it. But because of the timing, they decided to open up an investigation into his recruitment or something like that. Yeah, oh and like
3: goodness. all these other top transfers are out there playing, schemes mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, They're yeah, yeah. Pitches. <laughs> it's just so Tennessee.
2: It did feel very Tennessee.
3: Like you're sitting down ready to watch the game, and then you see the lineup come out, and you're like, like oh, wait, what? Where's the Luna. The kid we're all waiting for. Yeah, that's here?
2: that's why I that's was saying Friday night. It just felt... Felt very ominous. Like you see, Tony. Hit, he got hit hard. I mean, not only is the eye black, but the right half of his face is swollen bad. bad. I'm just like, oh, that's not, that's not good. Oh, Maui's out. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, Griffin Merritt, two games. It's like, oh, okay. And then I, 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 think for me, and I think all of us really, we're gonna, we're gonna have to kind of learn this team. You know, they're just it's a lot of new faces, new guys. Mm-hmm. They, have, they still have a chance oh. to be very, very good. But it's going to be it's going to be really unfair to this team to compare them to last year's team. That's just and I I don't I don't want to do that. Any team, yeah. yeah. All right,
0: final segment of the program next. (laughs) Final segment of the program. Apparently, Tennessee in June. Uh, June, appro- approved a flight for a recruiting visit for Maui Ahuna uh, before receiving his transcript from Kansas. It was a level three violation. Level three are common and are routinely reported by athletics departments at every school. They often result in minor penalties, according to the Knoxville New Sentinel, as was the case in these instances previously for UT. Um... Ahuna visited Tennessee in June. Per NCAA bylaw, a transcript must be received before an institution is permitted to provide expense-paid travel for a recruit's official visit. So they hadn't received the transcript before he traveled. UT ultimately received the transcript, but not before his flight.
2: Even though the transcript was fine. Apparently, yeah. That is uh, okay. That's probably the dumbest rule ever. UT
0: staff member self-reported the violation. As a penalty, they underwent a review of rules education.
2: So they had to do like a Zoom uh, meeting. Class, yeah. yeah.
0: Also, exceptions will no longer be made to any sport to book flights without satisfying all conditions of NCAA rules and approving official visits.
3: Do you think his family his family knew, and they just went to see him anyway, or do you think they just? I mean, 15 family members flew to watch him play in
0: Arizona. 15? Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. So either,
0: I don't know. Um, I I can't imagine 15 people flying to see it Without knowing? A guy thinking, not knowing, like, knowing he's not going to play. Unless it was,
2: I mean. That's going to be as close as they play. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it was just like, well, we can at least go see him. Eat dinner with him or something. No, it's bad. It's bad.
0: Well, we'll see how quickly this can be straightened out. Like, sh- this should have been done forever ago. <laughs> That's- well, it feels like a
2: stupid rule anyway.
0: Well, that, I mean, but, you know. But what are you going to do? Do, you, what you, what you do? What are you going to do?
2: What are we going to do?
0: What are we doing? It's game day tomorrow at Texas A&M. Don't
2: Snap game and day. clear. And Alabama A&M. Let's go. Big day for A&Ms.
0: Yep. We'll break it all down for you tomorrow. The Blitz is next. Keep it locked in for more Fan Run Radio.
1: You're listening to FM 105.7 and AM 1340, WKGN Knoxville and W289CU Knoxville, Fan Run Radio. If you or a loved one has been